It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Nolan Arenado hit a two-out, two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth off Lucas Sims of St. Louis. Came from four runs down to beat Cincinnati on Saturday night, 6-4 to four the final score. All four of the Reds' runs came in the top of the third when Jonathan India and Nick Castellanos both hit two-run homers. There was a scary moment in this game when Tyler Naquin and Jose Barrero collided going for a fly ball in the sixth inning. Naquin had to leave the game with bruised ribs. Highlights coming up, but first some final thoughts from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Uh, tough one, Cowboy. You look at this game and you look at the way that Luis Castillo was throwing the ball and you didn't imagine that the four runs wouldn't be enough behind a great start from him, or at least the way he was throwing the ball. He ends up giving up four runs, but uh, it, it, it looked like tonight the way he started this game, he would be awfully dominant. Yeah, I think that as a starter you have to understand, especially when you're going through the lineup for the third time, whether, you, whether you're throwing the ball 100 miles an hour or not, your, your execution is not as pristine at that point as it is earlier in the ballgame. And, and I think you have to understand that a little bit. Now, the Reds had a few defensive miscues. They had a collision in center field. They had a ball that kicked off the wall and got by Max Schrock. I, I understand those things. and that I don't, I don't know why it is, but it seems like we've had more than our share of ball games, or, or I should say it better this way, Castillo has had more <laughs> than his share of ball games that have kind of gone sideways on the defensive side when he's been in the game. But when you're a, when you're a guy that pitches at the end of the ball game out of the bullpen, you have to know when you have your great stuff. Sims had his great stuff last night. He didn't quite have the same stuff tonight, pitching two days in a row. You have to be able to pitch rather than just keep your foot at the bottom of the accelerator. From an offensive standpoint, it feels like this team is becoming awfully reliant on the long ball again. They need to find a way again to manufacture runs. We saw it a little bit in the ninth inning last night, but they couldn't do it today. And, and I think part of that is – getting on some semblance of a winning streak. And when you're all, when the onus is always on the offense, the offense is going to start to lean towards the long ball because you're putting so much pressure on the guys that swing the bat. Yes, this is a great offense, but sooner or later, you've got to have great pitching performances. Reds come up short, 6-4. Cardinals win it. They even the series. Reds will go for the series win and try to close it out on a high note tomorrow afternoon. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. Neither team could get anything done in the first two innings on Saturday night, but the Reds broke through against Miles Michaelis in the top of the third. With one out, Tucker Barnhart singled the left. Luis Castillo then bunted him over the second base. So two outs, a man on second, and Jonathan India at the plate. You know, India does a great job of setting the table and, and, and setting a tone for a game early because of how often he gets on. But he's also pretty good in these situations, too. He's got 62 of them, looking for 63 in the RBI column here, and he crushes this ball to dead center field. Forget about 63. I want 64 with a two-run shot to center field. Indy on the board with his 20th home run of the year. My, oh, my, what a year this kid has had. 
2-0 Reds. Max Schrock followed the home run with a single up the middle. That brought Nick Castellanos to the plate. One ball, one strike here to Castellanos. Michaelis to the plate. Breaking ball, and this is lifted high and deep and gone. Castellanos with his 28th home run of the year, and he has made this a 4-0 ball game. A couple of two-run shots with two outs here in the third inning, and the Reds have taken a four-zip lead. The Cardinals got the Red starter Luis Castillo in the bottom of the inning. Paul DeYoung was first up. As Castillo misses outside, evens accounted one ball and one strike, and here he comes again. Lifted high into the air, deep left center field, and that is gone. My, oh my. It is a 4-1 ball game. Harrison Bader then doubled. Miles Michael has bunted him the third, and Tommy Edmond brought him home. And if Edmond is able to get a ball even half that far here, he's going to have a sacrifice, and he won't need it. That's a base hit into right field. And the Cardinals, well, they just keep right on coming. It is a 4-2 ball game as Edmund has his 48th RBI of the year. The Reds put a runner on base in both the fourth and the fifth innings but couldn't score. With one out in the bottom of the fifth, Paul DeYoung and Harrison Bader both singled, but pinch hitter Matt Carpenter hit into a double play to end the inning. St. Louis tied things up in the bottom of the sixth. With two outs, Tyler O'Neill reached on an infield single off Castillo. Nolan Arenado then got a run home. Three balls, two strikes on Arenado. Runner at first, two outs. The right-hander ready from the belt, the pitch. Runner goes, and this is a line drive just out of the reach, and he's stock is at third. Down the left field line into the corner. Here comes O'Neill racing around third. Trouble with it for Schrock in the corner. Arenado on his way into third base, and he slides in safely. The throw to third gets away, but Barnhart's there to back it up. That ball went rattling around in the left field corner, and Schrock had all kinds of issues with it. Uh, you can hit as many fungos as you want down the left field line when it's got three or four different sides to it, and you're not used to playing out there. It can get a little ugly. Dylan Carlson was next up, and things got a little scary. Castillo from the belt to the plate, the 1-1 pitch. And it's popped into the air, short center field. Barrero going out, back to the infield. It falls, and Barrero and the center fielder, Naquin, collide violently. And into second base goes Carlson, and Naquin is down face first. Boy, that spelled disaster with Barrero going out and the ball curling back toward left field and Naquin racing in. And Naquin is face first in the field out in shallow center field and on his back is Barrero about 10 feet from him. Naquin up to a knee. It looked like the knee of Barrero caught the head or neck area of Tyler Naquin. A very, very scary play here in center field at Bush Stadium and now Barrero is sitting up. Naquin is up on a knee. Tyler Naquin had to leave the game with bruised ribs, but luckily no concussion. Luis Castillo pitched the bottom of the seventh, and he finished his night this way. Back to the plate, Castillo swing and a miss on a changeup inside 
And that is a three-up, three-down seventh for Luis Castillo. We're tied at four-piece. For Castillo, seven innings pitched, eight hits, four runs, all of them earned, a walk, five strikeouts, a home run, 101 pitches, 64 of those for strikes. After they scored in the third, the Reds really couldn't do anything offensively. Miles Michaelis pitched a scoreless fourth and fifth, and he was finished. Cabrera pitched two scoreless innings for St. Louis. Alex Reyes walked the batter in the top of the eighth, but he was stranded. Lucas Sims replaced Castillo in the eighth, and things did not go well. With one out, Paul Goldschmidt doubled. After O'Neill hit a ground ball for the second out, Nolan Arenado gave St. Louis the lead. 1-0 pitch. This ball is well hit. Deep left field going back. Schrock at the wall. Looks gone. Nolan Arenado, a go-ahead two-run home run, and the Cardinals lead 6-4. Giovanni Gallegos pitched the top of the ninth for St. Louis. He struck out Tyler Stevenson. He struck out Mike Moustakis and then ended the night against Esdrubal Cabrera. Gallegos is ready. From the belt, the 0-1. And Cabrera pulls it on the ground. The shortstop DeYoung on the second base side fields and throws him out, and that's all. Reds fall to the Cardinals 6-4 at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Series now even at a game apiece. Here are the totals for St. Louis. Six runs, 11 hits, no errors, three left on base. Cincinnati, four runs, six hits, no errors. They stranded at three as well. Reyes, the winner, seven and eight. Sims, the loser, five and three. Gallegos, his seventh save. Home runs in the game for Cincinnati. India, number 20. Castellanos, number 28. For St. Louis, DeYoung, number 17. And Arenado, the game winner, number 30. Two hours and 44 minutes, 33,404 on hand at Bush Stadium. With the defeat, the Reds are now 75 and 68 on the season. Time to hear from Reds manager, David Bell. Last night, you guys won in your last at bat. You had a four run lead tonight. Uh, with so much on the line for both teams, you almost expect games like this? Yeah, I mean, it's a great competition. You always expect the best from all these teams we're playing. Um, certainly the Cardinals, um, you, you can always expect that from them. Um, and definitely a, a good start getting off uh, out to the, the big lead. Um, and really, I mean, you look at the way Luis pitched, he, he actually pitched really well. I mean, DeYoung had some really nice swings off him. The home run, of course. Outside of that, um, even his last inning, he was, he was really good. A um, couple infield hits. Uh, he has so much movement on his on his pitches, his sinker. It seems like he gets quite a few of those, and then the the uh, the, the fly ball that uh, Nake and and Jose ran into each other. And um, other than that, man, he was he was really good. Um, and uh, you know that was that was really the way his night went. There were a couple of big replay reversals. You guys with the slide eraser run, and then. They extend an inning, which they score to. So really, a lot of times comes down to these little things. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's a um, it's definitely a, a different rule. It's hard to see that that slide from where we are. And um, Bo Thompson did a great job of alerting us and uh, letting us know that uh, yeah, that that could be against the new rule. I never would have caught that. Um, and sure enough. I mean, at the time, that was a, a big play. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes sometimes the, the, the replay does come in um, and is a bigger factor in some games than others, and tonight was one of those nights. 
That collision in the sixth, we got an update that was bruised ribs for Naquin. Uh, he also hit his head very hard. To your knowledge, did he have to go through concussion protocols as well? Yeah, I, w- I was just, that's why I was a little bit delayed and just checking on both guys, um, thankfully. Um, very scary, but thankfully they're both going to be okay. Um, no concussion concerns for, for either guy. We saw that Jose Burrow stayed in the game. Um, he'll, he'll get examined. He, he might have a pretty pretty good bruise on his quad area, but Nate, uh, he's very fortunate and we're all very thankful that he came out of that. He's okay. Just the, the, the bruised ribs. Um, we'll keep a close eye on him, but it looks like everything's going to be okay. The finale of this three-game series is Sunday afternoon. Sonny Gray goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He'll be opposed by left-hander Jay Happ. We're on the air with the pregame show at 145. First pitch is scheduled for 215. Once again, the final score on Saturday night, the Cardinals beat the Reds 6-4. to And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.